not doing this. Ed, I'm not doing this because I'm not getting paid anything extra for this. You you have to do this, Dennis. No, I'm not. You absolutely have to. It, it's in your contract. No, it's not. It is right here. Look. No, show me. Show right, me. Right, right I, right I don't here. remember look, that. Look, look, look. Page I didn't agree 26, to that. Item 28B. Intros to the Pizza Bros podcast. It is required for every actor to do at least one per season. And this is yours, Dennis. So you have to do this or else you're in breach of contract. Hmm. Fine. But I don't have to like it. Welcome to the Pizza Bros podcast. This is episode six, Call the Anvil. The lunch rush has just ended. Dennis and Steve hang out by the driver's table and wait for their next orders to be ready for delivery. Suddenly... An obnoxious commercial pops up on the store's TV and catches their attention. In it, a sketchy-looking personal injury lawyer makes his pitch as to why you should use his firm. Have you been injured at work through no fault of your own? The shiny lawyer asks in his heavy Brooklyn accent. Then call the anvil. I'll get you compensated for your workplace injury. He continues. Is your employer refusing to pay workman's comp? The anvil asks again. Then call the anvil. I'll break them where it hurts. Their bank account. If we don't win, you don't pay. The anvil concludes in his pitch. Back in the store, Dennis can't help but comment on the commercial. Hmm. Workplace injury? Dennis scoffs. In my experience, those are usually your own fault. I don't agree. Sometimes accidents do happen, argues Steve. Dennis gets his feisty, I want to argue face. But Steve is quick to avoid the argument. He grabs Dennis's order and hands it to him. (sighs) Sorry, Dennis. No time for a soapbox rant. You've got a delivery to make, says Steve. Dennis, who is quite cross to be interrupted, puts his order in a pizza bag. I'll finish sharing my thoughts on this matter when I get back, says Dennis as he scowls and heads out the door. Dennis gets in his car and turns on his favorite public radio talk show called It's My Opinion, Dang It. You'd think that a statement that ended in dang it would use an exclamation point, but because of the mellowness of public radio, the show creators thought the use of an exclamation point would be too aggressive and decided instead on using a period. The show features what they call qualified experts. However, it would be more accurate to describe them as qualified enough experts. These experts then comment on a variety of subjects that the show believes their listeners will be interested in. It can be anything from corn harvesting to the plights of the American justice system, but All these shows have one thing in common. They make the person listening to them feel intellectually superior to those around them. This feeling of superiority always puts Dennis in the mood to argue. Dennis drives down the road and arrives at his delivery. He grabs the pizza bag from his car, heads up to the customer's house, and knocks on the door. Immediately, he hears the sound of a small dog barking like crazy. Dennis looks over at the window to his right and can see a small chihuahua-sized dog barking and aggressively baring its teeth at him. Despite its size, the dog barks so ferociously that it fogs up the window. Dennis can hear the customer rustling inside the house and hears a woman's voice attempt to correct the dog with the least amount of authority possible. Calm down, Fluffy. The woman says softly to the dog. The woman opens the door at a slight crack and attempts to wedge her massive frame through the door without allowing any opening for the dog to escape, which was quite the feat. Once outside, Dennis hands the customer her order and says, Have a great day. With the transaction complete, Dennis can now get back to the store and share his opinions with Steve in great detail. 
a prospect that fills him with excitement. Dennis walks away from the house, his head in the clouds. He envisions the pleasure he will get when Steve admits that he is wrong and Dennis is right. Behind Dennis, the customer's again trying to wedge her body through the door without letting Fluffy escape. Unfortunately, this time, it doesn't work. Quick as lightning, Fluffy makes her escape and bolts towards Dennis, which, if we're honest, looks like a heroic action for the dog, but will end up being not so great for Dennis. Fluffy, no. The customer softly calls out, but her weak attempts to stop Fluffy are futile. Fluffy, like a heat-seeking missile, has locked onto her target and will soon intercept the enemy. Dennis, still in his own world, is completely unaware of the events that are about to transpire. Fluffy leaps into the air and locks her jaws down onto the meaty part of Dennis's hand between his thumb and his forefinger. Mind you, Fluffy is quite small, so this is quite the feat. Feeling a pinch and a sudden weight on his left hand, Dennis looks down and sees Fluffy latched onto him. It takes a moment to realize what has exactly happened. Ah! Not again! Screams Dennis more in shock than in pain. Dennis shakes his hand ferociously to break Fluffy's grip. He shakes and shakes and shakes, but Fluffy hangs in there. Meanwhile, the customer sees Fluffy holding Dennis's hand and comments. Oh, look, she likes you. Dennis, unconvinced of the customer's position, continues to try and remove Fluffy from his hand. Get off me! Yells Dennis as he tries to shake off the dog. The customer grows tired of waiting for Fluffy. Upon smelling the delicious pizza, she decides to go back inside and leave Fluffy with Dennis. Fine, Fluffy. You stay outside and play with your new friend. I'm going to go eat this whole thing without you. Dennis watches in horror as his last hope of help closes the door and leaves him to his assailant. Dennis struggles with Fluffy until finally he pulls her off and throws the poor, confused dog across the yard. He runs to his car, gets in, and speeds back to the store. Dennis flies into Pizza Bros like a whirlwind, frantically searching for Ed. Ed! Ed! Dennis calls out with panic in his voice. Ed pops his head out from around a corner. What's going on? Why are you yelling? I just got mauled by a dog! I need to go to the emergency room right now! Mauled by a dog? Where? When? How? Asks Ed. On my last delivery! The customer's gigantic dog attacked me without provocation! Ed looks up and down at Dennis and can't see any injuries that look like dog bites, much less mauling. Where did the dog bite you? I don't see anything, asks Ed. Dennis lifts up his hand and thrusts it into Ed's face. Right here, insists Dennis. Ed takes a hold of Dennis's arm and examines it with a worried look. I, I don't know. Are you talking about these two tiny puncture marks on your hand? Ed asks. Yes! That's where the dog viciously attacked me. You should have seen the dog. It was the size of a bear, proclaims Dennis with his outstretched arms. Ed looks at Dennis with a doubtful look. That's like a boo-boo. You don't need to go to the hospital. You need just a band-aid and some antibiotic spray. You'll be fine. You're overreacting. Why aren't you taking this attack seriously? I could have rabies, exclaims Dennis. This is a tiny little bite. I couldn't even see it. I thought you just got pizza sauce on you. Take a breath and calm down, Ed insists with surprising calmness and authority. Are you really not going to let me go to the hospital? Asks Dennis angrily. I don't see any reason why you need to go to the hospital. 
it's just you and Steve today. Why don't you just use the first aid kit and go after your shift if you're still worried? Ed suggests calmly. Dennis has officially hit his limit and freaks out. That's it. That's it. If you aren't going to take my workplace injury seriously, then I'm going to call someone who will. I'm calling the anvil, declares Dennis. A few hours later, Dennis sits patiently in the Anvil's law office. The room is draped in rich velvet curtains. There are bookcases stuffed with law books and expensive leather furniture all around. Clearly, the Anvil has been doing very well for himself. Dennis finishes explaining the story to the Anvil and waits to hear his thoughts on the matter. So, what do you think? Do we have a case? Dennis asks. The Anvil thinks for a moment, leans back in his leather chair, and smiles. To tell you the truth... I think we have a real winner here. With the latest PR scandal over at Pizza Bros, the last thing they're going to want is more bad press, says the anvil. So now what? Dennis asks. We offer to settle out of court. They'll want this to go away as quickly and quietly as possible. I think we can squeeze somewhere between 6 and $10 million out of them, proclaims the anvil confidently. Dennis is blown away at the figure. Wow, I'm going to be the anvil laughs. <laughs> if we play this right, you'll never have to work again. The two settle in and work on their strategy to take on Pizza Bros. Two weeks later, the anvil summons Dennis to his office as Pizza Bros has already reached a settlement with the anvil. I've never seen a company want to settle so fast. I told you we had a real winner here. The anvil exclaims jovially. Dennis's ears perk up and he asks, What are they offering us? $10 million, the anvil exclaims. Minus my 30% fee, the anvil whispers. Which means you get $7 million, the anvil again exclaims. For Dennis, the whole world goes black for a moment. He can't catch his breath. He begins to faint but catches himself. Dennis takes a few deep breaths and is able to compose himself again. The anvil is saying something to him, but he can't completely hear it. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm feeling a little faint. What did you just say? Asks Dennis. I said there's one minor formality to the agreement. I'm sure it won't be a problem. The anvil restates. What is it? I'll do anything for that kind of money. Dennis insists. The anvil reaches into his briefcase, rummages around, and finds the package he's looking for. From the inside of the package, he pulls out a small plastic cup and some paper instructions. He sets the cup on the desk and slides it towards Dennis. They just ask that you pee in this cup. Once the test comes back clear, the money is all yours. Dennis looks at the cup with confusion. They're asking for a drug test? Dennis asks. Yeah, it's pretty standard, the anvil assures him. Dennis looks at the cup the way that a man who's about to get bit by a rattlesnake looks at the snake. Dennis freezes and beads of sweat form on his forehead. He hears the rattle of the snake and suddenly the world goes black. Hello? Dennis? You there? The anvil asks. Dennis attempts to answer, but all that comes out is stammering. Uh, uh, is there a problem? The anvil asks. Uh, about that. Dennis begins. Later that afternoon at Pizza Bros Chesterwood, Steve returns from a delivery and walks in to see Dennis sweeping a pile of debris on the floor with his hand still bandaged. What are you doing here? I thought you got your big check today and you were done with Pizza Bros forever. Steve asks with surprise. Dennis can't look Steve in the eye. I, I, I don't want to talk about it. He stammers as he looks down at the floor, embarrassed and ashamed. The end. 
This is the Anvil, here to tell you that even though I couldn't win my case, you can still always rely on Pizza Bros. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, because without you, we'd have zero listeners. We'll see you guys later.